Good morning, everyone. We are continuing in our learning of Berchos Kriyashma. We've just concluded Kaddish, and now we're up to Baruchu. <coughs> the source of reciting Baruchu as Hashem HaMevorach as the introduction for Berchos of Kriyashma is found in the Rambam, in Perk Tesal HaAlaf that we mentioned earlier. It's also found in Rashi, in Megillah Chavkil Mavez, regarding the idea of Parson Al-Shema, where one has Ichazin lead in the Berchos Kriyashma, where Rashi writes that they recite Kaddish and Baruchu, and the first bracha of Kriyashma. The text of Baruch Hu is, is really found in the Mishnah in, in Baruchu's Perk Zayin Halacha Gimel, um, with, which makes a comment, a dispute between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Kiva says, we find that when we're in Shul, regardless of the size of the tzibor, we always say Baruch Hu Hashem. That's the phrase that we say, that the Chazan initiates when beginning davening. And Rabbi Shmuel says, no, they would recite Baruch Hashem HaMavarach, they would recite this phrase that we say nowadays, including the word Mavarach at the end. The exact context of Baruch HaSashat HaMavarach in Shul is not exactly clear because there are actually two times that we say this, this phrase. One, during um, our, our recitation of Baruch HaSashat and also during time, the time of leaning. And in fact, Yerushalmi, quoted by many of the Rishonim on Mem Tesem Abayz, explain that the actual quotation of Baruch HaSashat HaMavarach was specifically mentioned in the reference to Kriyas Torah and not Berchos Kriyashma. And in fact, if you look at the Psukim in, in Ezra and Nehemiah, specifically Nehemiah Perikhes, um, Psukim Hedavav, you find that Ezra, when reciting Kriyas Torah B'Tzibor, initiated with a Baruch, a, bra- of, a Bracha of Baruch Ezra Hashem HaHelokim HaGadol, and people responded, Amen V'Amen. Um, and this is the source, explains the Mepharshim, is the source of why we see Baruch Hu during Kriyasa Torah. And given that context, the question really begs itself, why do we say Baruch Hashem HaMvarach when we begin Baruch Hashem And this is the question that many of the Mepharshim ask, specifically um, a sefer called Os Hila Olam and Os Beis, on page Memvav, asks this exact question, why do we say Baruch Hashem HaMvarach by Baruch Hashem We have it really only in the context of Kriyasa Torah. Rav Salvechik and Rishima Shi'urim in Brachos Ya'atham Beis suggests the following, and he says that we really have it in the wrong, in the wrong perspective. It's not that Brachos Torah is the source of Brachos Shaman Mavarach, and everything else is a question where it's from. In fact, it's the opposite. Brachos Shaman Mavarach really is more applicable to Brachos Kriyashma, and we even extend it to Kriyasa Torah. And he explains the following. He says, if you we know that there's a requirement of ten people. When we do things that are related to Dovashib Kedusha, big Dashi Besoch Ben Israel, you have to say Kedusha with 10, you have to say Kaddish with 10, you have to do personal Shema with 10, as you mentioned, because that's an expression of Dovashib Kedusha. And we also find a requirement of 10 people by Kriyasa Torah. Ain't Sivor Karin, Pachos Measara, that's what the Gemara Megillah, Mishnah Megillah Chav Gilmabe says. And Salvation suggests that when one recites Kriyasa Torah, specifically Limanat Torah Betzibor, that itself is an expression of Kabos Amul Choshemayim B'Tzibor. He mentions, and we'll, we'll discuss this when we get to Avarabah, that there's a quotation of the Rambam who says that the way, the reason why we recite Kriyashma of the parish of Shema, specifically to be Mekayim that mitzvah of Yichra Hashem, is because in, that, in the parish of Shema, we have an expression of Tamudo. And what, a simple understanding of Tamudo means Tamatora. The way one fulfills 
Yichar Hashem and Kabbalah's Olochar Shemaim is by learning Torah itself. And that's why you find that Kaddish Darabanan was instituted after learning Torah, because when one learns Torah, he also is expressing a form of Kabbalah's Olochar Shemaim. His learning is, is, an, is a way of expressing that he's part of this, or submitting himself for Kaddish Baruch Torah. And because it's Besiver, we want, we want to enhance that expression of Kabbalah's Olochar Shemaim by manifesting it in a form of Kaddish. So this explains our salvation is, is exactly the point of why we say Baruch Hashem HaMavarach in general, and specifically by Kriyas Torah. Obviously we have to say Baruch Hashem HaMavarach by any other aspect, other aspects of, of Dvarim Shabbat Dusha, like Baruch Hashem But we also have to say by Kriyas Torah because Kriyas Torah is also an expression of Kabbalah's Abach Hashemayim. And as an aside, he notes, Rav Salvechik notes, that uh, the Rav Chaim Salvechik had a, minna, had a, a, a psaq that Baruch Hashem HaMavarach was an essential requirement for Kriyas Torah, and if one misses that aspect of Baruch Hashem, and, but, but has the ability to listen to the actual Kriyas Torah, he still has to go back and listen to someone say Kriyas Torah with the Baruch Hashem as well. And this explanation really pushes a further question, in the sense that how does Baruch Hu enhance the Kabbalah's Amal Hashemayim? So on a simple level, and this is expressed in a Sefer of a Rishon called the Sefer of Mechemes Mitzvah, he explains that Baruch Hu is, is, is made to emphasize the coming together of its Tzibor. In the same way that we require 10 for Kaddish, we need 10 for Baruch Hu and Kedusha to emphasize, to emphasize the gravity of, of, of a Tzibor coming together and performing Kedusha, Devarm Shabbat Kedusha, which he explains both facilitates and aids in the davening and also helps change the person in after davening to fix, in his words, to to fix their, their actions in learning Torah, doing chasadim, all different expressions of, of the Mikhaish Hashem through Kim HaMitzvos. So on a basic level, we're basically saying, Baruch Hashem HaMavarach, we're going to make this bracha together as a tzibur, and this bracha involves Kabbalah Shemaim, so we want to do it more emphatically as a community, as one, as one unit. Rav Hirsch adds that Baruch Hashem HaMavarach isn't just an introduction to Kabbalah it's a reaction to the Kabbalah Shemaim and the expressions of Kaddish that were just said. And he explains that Kaddish, as we mentioned, is a reflection and a hope of having Akash Baruch Hu's name being more revealed in the world in the future. Now, where we don't have that expressed, expressed Giloy of Hashem, the community says on a, miniature, on a more simple level, on a miniature level, as a small Tzibor, we can still be Mikhailish Hashem now through the diving that we're going to be doing. And that itself will be an expression of a great a greater enhancement of, of Hashem's recognition in the world. And that's what, how he explains is the emphasis where we say Mevorach. We bless Hashem who is Mevorach. And in the words of Refersh, the, the idea of being blessed means being able to facilitate or manifest a certain ratzon. And when we say that Hashem is Mivorach, we're basically saying that Akash Baruch Hu alone is going to be manifesting that will, pushing history and mankind to get to a certain place of where there will be a fulfillment of, of Gilei Akash Baruch Hu and, and Ratzono. And to that recognition, the Tzibur then responds, Baruch Hashem HaMivorach Lilom Ed, we pledge to enable that status of Gili Ras and Hashem to continue forever and ever. And the first explains that aside from being a reaction, 
to the Kaddish, this reaction can only be made by the Tzibor, because the Tzibor represents not just the current generation, but the collective past, present, and future of all of the Jewish community. And they're, as a community, as a collective, almost eternal entity, they're able to actually make this pledge to carry out HaKash Baruch being Mivorach, which is not just bringing HaKash Baruch into our lives, but also enabling all of history to get to a certain point. An individual can only make a bracha of Baruch Atta without mentioning Hashem as being Mivorach, because as an individual, he's only limited to his current state in the present, and as a person who's limited by time, he cannot fully manifest HaKash Baruch Ratzon in that limited capacity. So again, it seems to be that Baruch Hu is a, almost an introduction to the Kavos Amal that's going to be said, but also a reflection on what was said, the Kaddish, and a commitment to enable that Giloy to be more f- fully realized. In Halacha, we find these two aspects being highlighted in the Poskim. The Shulchan Aruch writes that in Simon and Zion, Sefez, that there was a custom that people would interrupt between Kaddish and Baruch Hu. And the Shulchan Aruch says that's a mistake. And the reason is, is because you, when you, when you start Kaddish and Baruch Hu, you're initiating uh, the Tfilas Yotzer Or, and that's inappropriate to make a gap between the introduction to the actual bracha itself. And the Mishabur there in Sifkatun Yud Gimel, in, in, in Orachayim Nun Dalad, Sifkatun Yud Gimel notes that there might be a difference between interrupting between Kaddish and Baruch Hu and Baruch Hu and the first bracha of Kriyashma. And he says maybe between Kaddish and Baruch Hu, that's like you're interrupting between two different prakim, which have certain levels of, or certain heterim, and certain chormos of uh, interruptions. However, if one interrupts between Baruch Hu and the actual bracha, that's a real hafsaka, as if one is being mafsik between, within the actual parak itself. And the reason is, is because when one, make, when one says Baruch Hu, they're saying that they're about to initiate a bracha, and that's ki'ilu, as if they actually started making the bracha itself. So this breakdown seems to present the assumption that Kaddish is distinct from Baruch Hu, but Baruch Hu is more related to the actual bracha of Kriyashma, suggesting that it may be more of an introduction to what is about to be said. As an aside, because of this halacha, um, some poskim suggest that one, when one is in the middle of Pesuki de Zimra and hears Baruch Hu, they shouldn't have in mind to be Yotze in the sense that they're about to initiate a bracha because they're already, or they're still davening Pesuki de Zimra, rather they shouldn't have in mind to be Mishtatev, that they're about to begin in Berchus Kriyashma. Aside from the halacha, that, this halacha that suggests that Baruch is connected to the bracha of Kriyashma and not as related to Kaddish, the Ber Halacha in, again, Orchaim, Simon, Andal, Tzif, Gimel, Deramaschal, Ben Kaddish, suggests that, based off Agra, that it sounds to be, or it sounds to be assuming that Kaddish and Baruch are almost connected in the sense that they're both considered one unit, and interrupting between Kaddish and Baruch will be considered as if one is being mafsik, the MSAP parak within the actual parak itself. Again, suggesting, aside from Baruch being an introduction to the Baruch of Kriyashma, uh, Baruch is almost a reflection and response to the Kaddish that was said, assuming that there's a deeper connection uh, between them. Before getting to the explanation of the simple text of Baruch there's one more aspect that has to be discussed. Um, the idea that the, the Sheikh Sibur responds, Baruch Hashem HaMavarach that is itself a dispute between the Maharami Rutenberg and Rav Yudah Barceloni, quoted in the tour in Simon and Zion Sif And the question of this Mahlogas is really predicating upon the issue of if a, if a Shriach Tzibur is initiating 
to the tzibur that we want to make a bracha, and then the tzibur responds to the chazan, it suggests that the chazan is not really part of the tzibur. And given that situation, um, there is a problem because there's an idea that the chazan should not be, be mo- should not be motzi himself, taking himself himself out of the of the collective community. And for that reason, Rabbi Huda Bartzolini argues that the chazan should repeat baruch Hashem and to say like I'm really also including myself into the tzibur. But the Marami Rudberg argues that says there's no reason to say that. Because once you say the word Hamivorach, you are already declaring that yourself, you, you are part of that group that's making the bracha. And on a simple level, it's a very simple argument. Because one is once one is saying Hamivorach, he's assuming that a bracha is going to be said, and he's also going to be included in that bracha. Adding a little wrinkle to that explanation, in the lines of Hirsch, as we mentioned earlier, the word Mivorach is only applicable to the Tzibor. Again, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when we say Mivorach, we're saying that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will carry history forward throughout the generations to get to a certain point, that can only be said by a tzibur, and by definition if the chazan is saying that Hashem is Mavarach, he's already assuming that he's part of that tzibur, that eternal collective unit that will bring forward that realization of Akash Baruch Hu into the world. It's interesting to note, just finishing on this point, is that the custom is that we do follow Rehuda Bartzeloni, that we do respond Baruch Hashem, the chazan does respond Baruch Hashem HaMavarach Ed, and his argument is because we find by benching that when there's a zimun, the the mezamin repeats what the other people in the in the at the meal uh, have recited, and so just like by benching, there's a repetition of Baruch Shachanam Mishalov Tovachinu. We respond. We have we have the chazan respond Baruch Hashem Hamavarach Lilamved. Even though this is the custom that we all follow, one can make a very clear distinction. This distinction is made by the Ra'ah, that because even though we do have this response by benching, that's only because we don't have the word mevorach. We have the word Baruch Elokeinu Shachana Mishalo, referring to Hashem in that context. However, by Berchos Kriyshma, and even by Berchos Torah, we do have this response of Baruch Hashem Hamevorach Lilamved, and perhaps that might be an even greater indication of the Mishnatif Pitzivur. Again, in lines of Rav Hirsch, that the word Mevorach is more shaykh to a super context. So, with that introduction, we're just going to quickly go through the explanation of what what is said in Baruchu. There are three parts. The first part is the Chazan's initiation to make a bracha. The second part is the response of the Tzibor, that they are going to commit to allow enabling this status of Mevarach of Hashem existing forever and ever. And then the last section, last quotation is the Chazan then responding, Baruch Hashem HaMevarach, to follow that he's, going to be, that he's going to be part of the Tzibor. So the first line that we that the Chazan says is, Baruch Hashem HaMevarach, blessed is Hashem, who is to be blessed. This is a command to the Tzibor to make a bracha of Berchos Kriyashma. And we recognize that Kosh is ultimately going to be expressing that Ratzon Hashem in the end. To that, the people respond, that they recognize that they pledge that Hashem should be a blessing. And they recognize also that Kosh Baruch's Ratzon will be ultimately Miskala as Hashem is Mivorach, and that will continue through eternity. And to that, the Chazan repeats that line to emphasize that he's part of the Tzibur as well, and they then initiate Berchos Kriyashma. Again, as we mentioned, this is the introduction to Berchos Kriyashma. It's bringing the Tzibur together, and it's recognizing that there's an ultimate Ratzon that is going to be revealed from, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we are committing ourselves to be part of that, which is really, in essence, a response to the Kaddish and a commitment to, or the beginning of a commitment to Kabbalah's Amal in our in our davening of Berchos Kriyashma.